Hey, dear listener, Anthony here. Before we hop into the show, I wanted to let you know about an incredible new resource we just released, The Five Rules of Investing. Dan and I are huge advocates of modeling the behaviors of the people who have done what you hope to do. And who better to model when it comes to investing than legendary investors like Warren Buffett, Howard Marks, and Ray Dalio? This free ebook breaks down the simple time-tested strategies of billionaire real estate investors that you can use to take your investing to the next level. So head over to InvictusMultifamily.com and grab your ebook today. All right, now let's hop into the show. And welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple in Under 10 Minutes. This is the podcast where we take the complexity out of real estate investing so that you, yes, you, driving to work in your car right now or on the treadmill or on the rowing machine, wherever you are listening to this, maybe taking the dog for a walk so that you can start taking action today. And we are going to do that in this episode by answering one of the most common questions that we come across in the investing world, which is, when is the right time to invest? You know, right now, maybe we're at the top of the market. Should you wait until we see a crash? Or maybe we're at the bottom of the market. I don't know. Maybe now is the time to buy and jump in. So we're going to try and tackle that question and answer it in all its myriad ways. So Dan, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. Are you we're ready at the top to answer? Of the market. Are we there? Is it, time to, is it time to pump the brakes and wait? Probably. Roller coaster about to go <laughs> off the cliff? <laughs> This is the biggest question, right? It's, I mean, no one knows the answer, but I mean, the main question here is when's the best time to buy? Uh, and that really has everything to do with what the investment strategy is, because that answer to that question is going to be different for every individual and their investment goals and for the, the deals that they're looking at. Certain types of business models in this industry will do better at certain times in the economic cycle. So for those of you listening, you know, right now it's you know, April of 2021. Things have been going quite well, and they've been going quite well for a long time, with the exception of that little blip we had back last year. Not sure what that Old was. COVID. We just we're yeah. just gonna go straight from 2019 <laughs> to 2021. We're just gonna yeah. ignore 2020. <laughs> I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, no, it's I mean, we've been ever since 2008, 2009, we've had this slow, steady grind. Um in real estate, in financial assets, in the stock market, GDP, it's just been this very long recovery, very long, <laughs> long, long <laughs> slow like recovery. Uh, and it's been going on for a long time. And so everyone's sitting there thinking, like, man, this has got to be the end. This has got to be the top. It's got to crash. It's got to crash. Um, and you know, to that, to that point, there is going to be a cyclical nature to all this stuff, right? So there's going to be some ups and downs. So is this a good time to buy real estate? That's the million dollar question. I would say if you are looking to flip houses, this is a pretty risky time to get into that. Uh, if you are a value-add multifamily individual like Anthony and myself are, uh, then the the nuances of the, the, the market cycle become a little bit less important. And it really comes down to uh, whether or not your debt on your property is appropriate for where we're at in the economic cycle. And uh, what your business plan is, the property. Yeah, I'll add to that how well capitalized you are as mm. well. I think to answer the question, should you invest right now? 
I can't answer that. I can't, I don't know. I don't know you. I don't know what your investing goals are. And that's really where it all starts and where a lot of it ends for if you're nearing retirement and you are entering into the low risk phase of your investing career and you can't afford to lose anything, like maybe you start hedging into some safer assets and real estate. There's some really safe aspects of that. Like Dan mentioned, it's about the business plan. And for a lot of that, it's making sure that you're getting into an asset and a business plan that regardless of what the market does, it's going to perform well. And even if it takes a dip, even if it takes a hard hit, and to my point before about being well capitalized, if you have enough money in the bank, you can write out any of the, the rough patches. And so right now I think is a good time to still be investing in real estate because I think it's going to continue going up or at least multifamily, I think it's going to continue improving. But you're going to want to come to the table, maybe a little bit better capitalized and prepared for, you know, CapEx or low vacancy or high vacancies, low occupancy or, you know, dipping in a while, like whatever. You want to be in a position where if those things do occur, if the market does go down, it's okay. You can ride it out until it comes back up. Because as long as you're not forced into a selling position, as long as you're not forced to go to market because you didn't have enough money to, to ride it out, generally be okay. Mm-hmm. Now... The fix and flips where you have maybe a six-month window to get the thing done and every day that goes by, you're draining money. Well, you you should tread lightly. You should be careful. But I always say that. Like mm-hmm. I always think fix and flips are a little bit scary. Yeah, 100%. And uh, you know, I think a big factor of this also comes down to um, the areas you're investing in as well. Uh, we've really doubled down on quality uh, post-COVID, where prior to COVID, we were looking at things that had a lot of meat on the bone, and there was a lot of room for improvement. And over the last 18 months, we've shifted our focus to things that are a little bit more stabilized so that we have the option to execute our business plan slower, keep that occupancy nice and high, or we can get more aggressive and execute our business plan pretty quickly. Um, so I think that, you know, if you are uh, making those kinds of decisions and looking at, you know, things that are a little bit more stabilized, uh, you know, buying near the top of a market is going to be less of an issue if you're taking that approach. But if you're going into a war zone property, needs a ton of work that requires a ton of capital, and you're in an area that you're hoping uh, improves over the next five, 10 years, a little bit more risk there. So Another aspect of this I'll add is just don't buy at market rates, first of all. If you can go and you can buy an asset for below market rate right now, then you're already buying at a discount. It's almost like you're buying in the past in some ways, right? Mm. Like if you're able to go in there and get something at 20% off market, then it's almost as though it's 2019 again or 2018 again, and you're buying it, right? And so if the market does take a dip in that and and wherever you're investing, is it going to drop back three years worth of uh, growth? Maybe, but if that does happen, that's okay. That's where you bought it at. So that is a maybe a higher level thing to be considering is that just don't go buy off the MLS or being buying at the top of the, you know, like something that's been bidded up because it's on market and 50 different investors all want it. Go get the, the off market deal, go direct to the seller, go get those good, good broker relationships so that you get the pocket listing and you get the really good deal. Because regardless of where we're at the market, there's always good deals to be had. There's deals out there right now that are going to make you money. The only sure way that you definitely 100% will not make any money is if you completely sit out. And people started sitting out as early as 2016 and saying, oh, we're at the top of the market. I'm going to start hoarding cash. So I'm ready for the next downturn. 
And the market just kept going up 2017, 18, 19, 20. It just kept going up. And so they missed out on five years of growth and they're still sitting out waiting for it to take a crash. So don't let that be you. The only sure that's, that's like putting cash into your, your mattress because you're, you're afraid to, to invest it. And that's a surefire way to, to lose value uh, slowly, but surely. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. So anything else to when's the best time to buy? Well, I think the, as, as the, the, uh, the quote goes, the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago. The next best time to plant a tree is today. Well said. I, I can't take credit for it, but I will. (laughs) All right, guys. So that's going to do it for us here at multifamily investing made simple in under 10 minutes. And that is how, you know, whether or not you should invest right now. <laughs> or not, I don't know. It's up to you. Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Multifamily Investing Made Simple. If you enjoyed the show, could you do us a massive favor? Head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Your feedback, it means the world to us as it helps us grow and spread the word about multifamily investing. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So fire this episode over to any friends or family who you think could benefit from learning all about multifamily investing. Thanks, guys. We appreciate every single one of you, and we'll see you on the next show.